Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Gold demand, excluding over-the-counter OTC securities in the first quarter, saw a decline. While inclusive OTC total demand strengthened as a recovery in OTC investment offset weakness in some areas. In fact, in Singapore alone, consumer demand for gold saw a drop. But the Monetary Authority of Singapore was recorded as the largest single buyer during the quarter. So to find out more about the sentiment and demand in gold buying. Joining me on the phone today is Xiao Kaifan, who is the head of Asia Pacific, excluding China, and global head of central banks at the World Gold Council. Hi, Xiao Kai. Welcome to the show. Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon. So, according to the World Gold Council's latest report on gold demand for the first quarter, it looks like gold, global gold demand was 13% lower year-on-year year in Q1. What factors have led to this drop? Oh, you're right. It was actually a very mixed quarter for gold during mm. Q1. We saw a lot of strength in many segments of gold mm-hmm. buying, but then more subdued activity in others. I think you already alluded to probably the strongest segment in Q1, which was central bank demand. Mm. Uh, it was a very, very strong first quarter, led by the MAS as the biggest buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but the jewelry market for gold, which is the largest segment for gold, um, saw quite a mixed quarter with China having very strong buying, but India having a relatively weak level of gold demand in Q1. Mm. Also, investment activity for gold in the first quarter was was very subdued as well. We saw some outflows from gold ETFs during January. January and February. Mm -hmm. But as global concerns about the banking sector, uh, about the U.S. debt ceiling started to pick up, we saw more inflows into gold investment products in March. So overall, quite mixed. Mm -hmm. Uh, One thing I should note about the Q1 numbers this year is that we had a very strong Q1 2022. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these lower numbers are just base effects because of a very strong Q1 uh, last year. Oh, okay, okay. But why, can I just clarify, why was there a strong demand in quarter one of last year? I think last year we saw a lot of retail markets exiting COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. So there was the revenge revenge buying in okay. a lot of jewelry markets around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that led to a very strong base effect in Q1 mm, I see. last year. I see, I see. So in Singapore alone, it seems like consumer demand for gold in Q1 of 2023, that fell by 20% year on year. Why was there a weaker demand in quarter one compared to last year? Does that have to do with, you know, that revenge buying that we saw? post-COVID pandemic? I think that's part of the reason. Um, It's important to note, though, that Singapore is a major production and shipment center Mm -hmm. for gold in the region. So that the numbers that we published for Singapore don't necessarily reflect pure domestic demand Mm -hmm. in Singapore, but they also indicate broader trends in Southeast Asia. And, you know, regionally, we did see a slowdown in gold jewelry buying in countries like Thailand and and Malaysia, Mm -hmm. um, largely due to higher gold prices. Uh, in Q1 of this year. And I think that deterred some investors from buying gold in this region. Mm-hmm. That probably also influenced trends in Singapore domestically, but certainly the overall regional demand for gold uh, was impacted by that, which probably led to the lower numbers in Singapore mm-hmm. that we're reporting. I see, I see. But despite that fall in consumer demand, as you mentioned earlier, our central bank was, you know, still the largest single buyer during the quarter. Why? Yeah, you're, you're right. The MAS bought nearly 70 tons of gold uh, in the first three months wow. of this year, number one buyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite big. More than more than China bought um, 
in, in, term, in public, public reporting during Q1 of this year. Okay. Um, you know, central banks are, are characteristically very tight-lipped about their reasons for buying or selling gold. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the MAS is no exception, so I don't want to um, invent reasons for why they might have bought. Mm-hmm. But overall, for central banks, we see a trend toward more gold buying for diversification reasons, for reasons related to geopolitical risks, mm-hmm. um, for uh, concerns about inflation. So I think that, you know, the MAS is probably in line with some of that thinking. But, mm-hmm. of course, we can't know for certain right. because uh, they're very guarded about their reasons. Right, right. But overall, though, were central banks around the world also buying more gold this year? Yeah, uh, you know, Q1 um, for central bank buying was a record quarter. It was mm-hmm. the highest single Q1 level of central bank buying um, ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's on top of a very strong 2022 where central banks bought the most amount of gold ever in history. Mm-hmm. So um, we saw that trend continue into Q1 this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we said Singapore is already number one. China was number two. And then we saw strong buying from other countries like India as well mm-hmm. um, at the central bank level. Um, I think that central banks overall are going to continue to be strong supporters of the gold market. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there are many factors at play here. So it's, it's hard to say. Mm, okay, okay. Well, that being said, then, what could, you know, trigger central banks to buy more gold or, let's say, deter them away from buying gold for the rest of the year? What's your outlook like? Mm, I think that there's a lot of different factors that central bankers are considering when it comes to gold investment decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, the macroeconomic situation is a big part of it. Right. Um, whether we see inflation continue to be strong, whether we see changes in monetary policy as a result, and um, if interest rates continue to be high or low, I think that will be one factor for Mm -hmm. central banks to consider. But another strong factor um, is just this overall sentiment of geopolitical risk. Um, I think that the Russian invasion of Ukraine last year, for instance, reminded everybody that war is is not something that is confined to the distant past, Mm. that it's possible for war to break out in, in different corners of the world. And then there are the knock-on effects, like um, sanctions against central banks that we saw, you know, levied against the Central Bank of Russia after the war. And I think that has introduced a certain understanding of political risk that may not have been there before. So central bankers might be thinking about ways to mitigate the political risk in their reserve portfolios now. Now that we know that central bank reserves can actually be sanctioned and frozen to a large scale. So I think those factors are all in the minds of central bankers when they think about gold going forward. I see, I see. But in terms of investment, then, what kind of trends did you see in quarter one in gold investment demand? I mean, what type of gold investment saw an increase in demand in Q1? We saw quite strong levels of gold buying at the retail level for bars and coins in countries like Turkey, for instance. Turkey, of course, um, had their first round presidential election going to a second round, most likely. Um, and traditionally speaking, we, we see a pickup in gold demand in Turkey uh, when we come into these election cycles as investors there try to cover their bases, essentially. Mm-hmm. We also saw strong retail gold demand in the U.S., um, I think largely because of the banking failures that we saw in some of the regional banks there, mm-hmm. leading to a potential pivot in monetary policy by the Fed. And that actually also led to more inflows into gold ETFs during March of this year as well. So I think these factors, um, you know, things like worries about the banking system are going to continue to inform how investors 
think about gold uh, mm. in the coming three quarters. Okay, okay. And you know, while China saw a, a strong relief rally in the first post-COVID quarter for gold, it looks like India, which is also one of the biggest investors in gold, saw demand for gold fall in Q1. Why is that? China was because they exited COVID restrictions mm-hmm. relatively late, much later than most other countries. So we're seeing that revenge spending cycle in China mm-hmm. um, filtering into the gold market now. Mm-hmm. India um, had its revenge spending cycle earlier on. So I think this is uh, part of the base effect that mm-hmm. I was talking about earlier, but also the higher gold prices that we saw recently have also, I think, deterred some people from buying gold jewelry in India, mm-hmm. which is a, a big reason for the fall in demand there. Mm, I see, I see. So before we, we let you go, Shakai, what is your outlook on gold investment for the rest of the year? So I'd look at a couple of factors that are swirling right now. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest one is the U.S. debt ceiling debate mm-hmm. um, that, that's ongoing uh, and whether or not the, the two parties will be able to come to some conclusion uh, with that. Also, you know, I don't know if we've seen the end of the, the banking situation mm-hmm. uh, affecting regional banks in the U.S. If that continues to grow, then I think we might see some safe haven inflows into gold as a result. But ultimately, all, ro- all roads always lead to the Fed. Uh, we want to see if the Fed changes its monetary policy stance as mm-hmm. a response to some of these issues going on. And of course, if they move toward a more dovish stance, then that's generally good for gold. But um, we'll have to see. Okay. Well, I guess we do have to see. Well, thank you so much, Shakai, for your time and your insights today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We've been speaking with Xiao Kai Fan, who is the head of Asia Pacific, excluding China, and global head of central banks from the World Gold Council. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.